Welcome to the Conscious Business Leaders Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high-achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest-growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. So right now on this lovely day, we have Celia Gaze with us of the Wellbeing Farm. How are you doing, Celia? I'm good. Thank you, Gabby. Yeah, great to be on here. We're so happy to have you. So please just start by telling us a little bit about your journey of how you got to where you are today, including maybe just a couple of huge milestones um, that kind of catapulted to your current state. Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, I was uh, working in the NHS, sorry, the National Health Service here in the UK as, okay. a, as a director. And this was about um, about 10 years ago to be honest, actually 10 years almost to this date. And uh, and I was um, in charge of a very complex programme to mm. save back money. It was a turnaround director. I'm not sure if you have them there, but it's somebody who comes in to save money in the, in the health service and to make cutbacks and changes and things mm. like this. And a quite a difficult, challenging role. I'd just come back from maternity leave after having a baby. Right. And they called me on maternity leave to ask me if I'd go and do this role. And I was going, you know, it was a, that way up between kind of, do you stay with your baby or do you go back to be a career? Work. And when mm-hmm. you're, you know, career driven, it's it's quite hard, especially when you love work. So I I, I must admit, I, I said I'd go and help out. Um, so went there and started, um, I suppose, when you're driving to work and you're having chest pains while driving along mm. and when you're getting to work and you can't stop um, your head's sort of constant fog, you are worried, you're crying all the time, you're in meetings and getting tearful, you just feel you can't cope. And this wasn't me. I'd I'd done challenging projects. I'd been, uh, you know, done much bigger projects than I'd been involved with. And so um, I'd never really experienced work-related stress at all before up to this point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what on earth is happening to me? Why am I, what what are all these symptoms? Why am I like this? I'm not normally crying. I'm usually quite an outgoing kind of bubbly personality. And um. And I decided to really have to have a look at what was going on with my life. And I went to the doctor and he wanted to put me on um, kind of medication and what have you. But I said, mm-hmm. no, I want to go out and figure what is going on with this, with myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was one of these things where um, so I went off and instead of just going off and taking some time off because the doctor said you have to be take time off or else you're going to have a a breakdown basically Mm -hmm. and instead of just being off and and trying to recover I decided to really understand what stress is really get to the bottom of what causes stress what are the fundamentals about stress and then kind of what how you get yourself out of it in a way Mm -hmm. and um so what happened then is um my partner had a rundown farm um, which was really, really, you know, I decided, well, having done loads of court work, so I ended up with not only understanding stress, but wanting to really study it. So I ended up doing qualifications in stress management, qualifications in organizational stress management. I couldn't just be stressed. I had right. to go, I go and do qualifications. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And I ended up um, using the experience to go, well, 
could I create somewhere that if you're stressed, you have somewhere to go to recover, mm-hmm. to get yourself back? Where would you where would you go? So at the time, there was these sort of five ways to well-being, which was, you know, if you do exercise, if you have a lovely environment, if you are doing a hobby, if you're kind of um, in an environment. So I thought, well, actually, why don't I? create a business to do this because part of the module of the course was creating a creating a business or creating a a building which minimizes stress so I designed in my head this fictitious building Mm -hmm. and business all about stress management all about de-stressing and then decided that I love this work so much that um it was just a piece of coursework and when I went to do this the the man the, the tutor was like but this is just a module of a coursework. You've done, you've gone way o- o- above and beyond right. this. And he said, and I said, well, I'd love to create this. And my partner had a rundown farm. And I sort of said to him, could I transform your farm into something? And he said, yeah, well, yeah, go on. It's not really doing much. <laughs> and I decided to transform this into this build, this business that I'd kind of created oh. in my head, this mm-hmm. model of, a, of, of a, a thing. And it's about that sort of, I suppose it's about that kind of you only get one life and was right. I going to go back to work to go and do the NHS job which was safe and secure and mm-hmm. I could be doing that and what have you but was obviously causing me issues right or was I going to take a massive gamble and just do go something for mm-hmm. me and create a business that that would basically do something that I love so I I decided to go with the um I'm going to go ahead and create this thing. And so, uh, Love it. but I had a massive problem to create it. Oh my goodness. There was, you know, so you would think that if a, 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 with a local economy here, if you think that somebody turned up to you um, mm. and said, I've got a rundown farm, but I'm going to invest in it and I'm going to transform it into a business that will create employment and opportunities for visitors mm. and tourism and, and l- help the local economy. You would think that, they'd be sort of almost like bite your arm off and say yeah come on right. yeah come on have a... no the total opposite really? they were like total block me they were like you don't know what you're doing it's not going to work out mm. um this is just not going to happen and um so I ha- that was like the first battle was to get planning permission and it right. was a really like massive battle that mm. took um mm. you know about 18 months to battle with wow. with this trying to get this and then when I finally get the planning permission um and then obviously having to get the funding and I re- get rejected from seven banks mm. to do this model mm-hmm. and I'm like but this is is what is needed and and um and it was only because it, when I in my previous job where I was working in the health service every time you did something it was very complex business mm-hmm. cases because obviously it was public fe- sector funding so you had to do big complex business cases full of evidence and full. Right. so my right. business plan for this business that I was creating was as equally as I'd written it though it was some sort of massive kind of do- public sector scrutinized documents mm-hmm. and so I had somebody come along who took my 30 page business plan, simplified it to three pages and it got accepted by the next bank who came along. So I think that's a key thing to not keep your business plan quite simple. (laughs) And I'm a great believer now in these one page business plans. That that is all you need. And then basically having um, had all of that and finally get to open, I'd never 
in my life ever seen anything construction wise mm. and, and, and when I look back I sometimes think what on earth was it I mean it must have had like a midlife crisis <laughs> I obviously the most building work that I'd ever, ever seen was maybe a plumber or a decorator or I think I did right. a bit of building in a house little things yeah, but this was a complete demolish of a farm, mm. rebuild, install a wind turbine, install water treatment plant, install um, a, a way of heating the place. Mm. I had to install three-phase power. Uh, it had to be built and designed. I had to liaise with architects, with builders, with electricians, with all the sort really of really seeing your vision and come oh to my life God. oh my God. crazy absolutely crazy and and um and it was originally designed for this um the purpose I originally set this up was to be this sort of well-being farm mm-hmm. so I finally get to the point where um, I've opened the doors and and I'm there with a the model and it's all um but wow. the trouble was that while it was over being overseen mm-hmm. while I was overseeing the, the the building I kept saying to the builder can you just do this you know can right. you just do this like walking around oh yeah that'd be nice could you just do this mm-hmm. and he never said to me well I could but you've already spent this amount so actually and that can you just do this is that amount mm-hmm. and you know so he didn't give me like a running total and I didn't know to ask for a running total I thought mm. all of this was kind of included in the quote <laughs> so when so when um it came to the end and I kind of paid all the bills he goes oh here's your extras and it was like um I think at the time like 42,000 pounds of extras and I was like what do you mean extras honestly and then so I'd go and get these extras and uh, obviously pay that. But the trouble is I had to pay them because the local builder was um, part of my family, knew him or something like this. And so basically I was forced to pay. And with the money that I'd put aside for marketing the business mm. to in the first few months to get it off the ground. So as a result, I was sort of started on the back foot, if you like, to, right. to get mm. it going. Now, one of the things is where, where it all comes apart, it comes together is um, – on the farm, there were these buildings, um, which was, uh, you know, like stables. Okay. And I was like, what on earth am I going to do with these stables? And uh, during the course of this research on stress management, I'd come across the concept of llama trekking, where as a way of de-stressing, you literally take a llama for a walk. Okay. And at first you think, what on earth? I cannot think that a llama would be any form of de-stressing whatsoever. Because you're kind of worried, you know, is it going to... And you start off walking with this animal and you're like this going, is it going to spit at me or is it going to be like, you know... But after a while, because the llama is the same height as you, you end up kind of... um, walking along and you sort of mm. like like this with this animal and then as you relax the llama relaxes and you end up literally just walking along the countryside with your llama you're wow. totally at one with the animal and you end up and it is this amazing experience believe it or not and so I was incorporating because I needed an animal mm. which would live in a live in a live in a stable not take a lot of work and also um, be able to survive like winters and the weather in the England, you know rain and everything so believe it or not the llamas literally ticked every box but I'm somebody who has never come across a llama in my life right apart from and I'm going from never hardly seen a llama apart from say in a zoo or whatever to to literally 
running a farm with llamas and and all the farmers were like are you mad you know what on earth are you? my family came from a traditional yeah they came from a traditional sheep farmers and the next thing I'm introducing this animal to them where they thought I'd all gone mad they thought I'd absolutely really lost the plot at this point because I can I'm, imagine I'm giving up a really well-paid edit you know career mm-hmm. To go and run a farm with llamas, it you know when you put it that way, it does sound what a story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so basically, um, it started off and uh, and it started off yeah you know, well, but then um, you know you end up with a you know yeah you, you, if you it, we opened in March and in, in you know in the, in in the UK in the summer you've got mm. the summer months fantastic, but then you hit the winter. Right. And nobody wants to go to a farm in winter, you know, mm. when it's cold and raining mm. and what have you. And so I was um, in, in order to survive, I was like, well, what else could I do to get money mm-hmm. in? What, what am I going to do? And so the business model kind of that carefully construed business model that kind, spent of, it, mm-hmm. kind of goes out the window in this desperate <laughs> situation to survive. And you're going, oh, I'll try that. People mm-hmm. are coming up going, well, why don't you just do this? And I was like, yeah, oh, OK. Why don't you just do that? Oh, yeah, OK, mm-hmm. I'll try that. And I end up in a complete mess right. with literally 14 things going from this farm, you know, Everything from, um, you know, well, the llama trekking to business meetings to a cookery school to a cafe to weddings to parties to school visits to (laughs) we do it all. Every yeah, absolutely. It was just ridiculous. I was like, one minute I was a a cook, the next minute a waitress, the next minute doing the accounts, the next minute doing a bit of marketing, next minute walking the llama, the next minute running a cookery school. Absolutely ridiculously crazy and um somebody came along and just said just stop you know just mm. what on earth are you doing just stop and um and that stop meant I had to go home back to my mum with almost like um well the 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 I had to pay um, a VAT bill or a tax bill mm-hmm. and um, I couldn't afford it mm. and I rang up to pay it on a credit card and in England they have this new thing that you can't pay your tax bill on a credit card they, okay. they won't accept it anymore mm. and, and I'd paid all these credit cards and I was like oh I'll just get the card out I'll just pay the tax and they went no you, we, we're not allowing you to pay it mm. and I went well what do you mean what, what are you going to do why can't I pay it on a credit card no we're not going to allow you to pay it I was going well how am I supposed to pay it right and they said well you're going to have to pay it and it was uh, absolutely awful and that was December 15th and December 15, when you're a hospitality business with no bookings, you realize that something is going badly wrong in what mm-hmm. you've done. And I went home to my mum and it was really awful because I had to write a letter as to exactly what had happened in the business, why I was in the mess I was in. I had to write in the letter this plan of how I was going to get out of it. And I was so upset and so stressed that I thought I, can't, I couldn't even talk about it. I thought I had to write. The only way to communicate was a letter. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a letter to my partner and I wrote a letter to my mum because they were the people who maybe wouldn't judge me as much as Mm -hmm. you just feel like a complete failure. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember writing the letter and I said, this is how I'm going to get out of it. My mum's best of it. And I felt awful because she was age 70 and she had to pay this 
tax bill for me because it was that on the thing and I vowed to change and I thought I'm never going to get my mum involved in something like that again and things have to change so it was while I went home to my mum at the Christmas time just for a few days off and she was clearing out her wardrobes and um she came across this bag of bow ties and and the bow ties were from where my dad had left like the family home and she was like of all the things you've left he's left what am I supposed to do with this bag (sighs) and I said I'll just give them to me and I'll just stick it on a llama and that was the extent of the thought behind this thing and I think it's my personality I've always kind of just not really thought about just do it you know yeah and I go home uh, back to the farm after Christmas and I just said to the guy who looks after the animals just stick this bow tie on a llama and when you come back will you just tell me and then I'll go and take a picture it was just as simple as that and I and he goes I've struggled but I've managed to get the bow tie on the llama <laughs> and come and have a look and I was there with my phone and I just took a picture up, put it on social media and it just went crazy everybody wanted to know about the bow tie wearing llamas oh my goodness and the inquiry stopped flooding in and Mm -hmm. everyone wanted to get married with these llamas and we literally went from no weddings to to that year uh, or just before then 15 then 43 then 68 and now we're on well over 100 weddings and it just grew and grew and grew and it just shows that the simplest thing that you could just ever think about and sometimes you can go into a business and just make it far too complicated than it actually really needs to be and you know and as much theory as much of everything you put across it you know sometimes it's the simplest things that just help you grow your business right especially as business people we typically want to come with you know the rigid kind of mindset and you did it in a fun way it was a fun thing that changed it all <laughs> experimental uh, I would call it kind of, and, it and, and I would not envisit you know I would not tell everybody to nobody <laughs> go put bow ties the on llamas there was a lot <laughs> there was a lot of expense and what have you that I did and then and then since that I've kind of been able to build up a team and uh, a very mm-hmm. sustainable kind of venue um and, um and and very different kind of offering for mm-hmm. for weddings and parties and then this year during lockdown um I went back to the stress side I went back to the well-being mm-hmm. and revisited all of that because now the building the the business you know okay we're in we're a hospitality business in mm-hmm. lockdown in 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 a coronavirus so it's not a great position to be in right. but the bookings I have are like up to 2023 so the business okay. is all secured we've had to do a lot of work in helping the couples you know rearrange dates and things like mm-hmm. that but I've hardly had any cancellations fingers crossed so basically um we've gone back also and revisited the well-being side and restarted almost so I've gone mm-hmm. like a full circle and I'm very passionate about well-being I'm very passionate about kind of um you know everything that it takes to do a business because it's not just mm-hmm. knowing about business it's also a huge part of it all is around your sanity your yes. health your emotional and how you cope with especially at times like this it's so 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 hard mm-hmm. and um and so yeah so that's like the story of it all and uh, and, and how it's all kind of come across and then I I was able to write up the story it was like put in a book uh, it was published into a book um, early this year, and it's called "Why Put a Bowtie on the Llama." Um, yeah, oh, how was great. 
yeah, how a crazy idea can transform your life and business. And and it was and and it got to the position now that I was able. Um, in 2019, I took a month off to go to Bali on a on a yoga retreat, and the business just ran without me. And it's just okay. you know, it's it's flourished off a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, all off the back of a bow tie. Yes. <laughs> so I'm a real appreciator of bow ties. Yeah. So I think it is that sort of. It's that thing that you only get one life and you could just go. I could have gone on the medication. I could have just continued with what I was going to do. I could have just carried on. But I thought, actually, if I don't use it, it's about using an awful time in your life Mm -hmm. to use that as a chance to do something else with your life. You know, use it as an opportunity. If something's Mm -hmm. really awful, don't put up with it change your circumstances and I didn't know anything about running a wedding venue I knew nothing about right. running weddings or building yeah and sometimes you just have to do it and it'll either work out or it won't but you'll have a lot of lots you'll have lots of fun but also lots of heartache but at least you do something for yourself and at least you're kind of following your own passions wow. you know, what a journey you've had <laughs> <laughs> What an incredible journey. And so for any one of our listeners who are interested in hearing more about your business or just want to connect with you, where should they go for more information? Um, They can go to um, www.celiagaze.com. Wonderful. Celia Gaze, thank you so much for your time and just going through that. And so so happy the llamas with bow ties could catapult your business. (laughs) No worries at all. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, wonderful thank thank you thank you so much bye bye thanks for listening to the conscious business leader podcast if you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply now if you got something out of this interview would you share this episode on social media Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review? Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week, you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.